One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. the center of the galaxy, this is the first center podcast feed on PodNapsock for another edition of Star Wars Rank. Me and a guest, ranking things in Star Wars, and my guest, I, I, I am happy to have Joseph Scrimshaw here today. Joseph, welcome to the show. I'm happy to be a guest. I was going to go on, off. yeah, I, <laughs> I was going to go off on a little uh, tangent. Um, you had said something that was so you know insightful and uh, about ranking and 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 in an episode a main show a couple weeks ago, and you the caveat was like look, Star Wars ranked is a fun show ranking it's and we don't we don't put a lot of power into our ranks and I, I and I I've been up at night going God I I I almost hate that word now because <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and so, but then I thought this, you know what? We're going to reclaim ranking as a fun chore and activity. Yeah, I think that's great because that, that is totally my thing is I, I feel like all of the rankings sort of in my life experience grew out of the the playground, the bar, mm-hmm. wherever you're hanging out with your pals and going, you know, what are your top five Jedi? And it's a fun exchange. And, you know, the the kind of ranking that bothers me is when it's got to that point of like, there's there's no subjectivity to it. There's no exchange. It's here's the official correct list of which ones are good. And you have yeah. never done that. This has always been just a, yeah. a little parade of joy of getting back to the playground, the bar, <laughs> the two yeah. places where apparently all formative experiences happen for you and I can. Right. Uh, where we just get to say, these are the ones I like. Which ones do you like? Cool. And there's, there, it's not like, and now at the end, we, you know, we'll determine which one's true. It's just yeah. sharing what we love. There's no point system. No one's judging it. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I, I'm actually uh, excited. We haven't done rank for, for a little bit. And, and you talk about a parade of joy. What a great, that's a great term. Uh, Star Wars parade of joy. Uh, when I, when I, uh, Tony Thatch and I, when we hit that Patreon goal and it was time to do new music for Star Wars ranked and, and the great Tony, Thaxon uh, of Motion City soundtrack and, and all of the great podcast stuff he does. Um, I, uh, I I said I, I want it to be like uh, you know Augie's band at the end, the Gungan band, man, and little Ewok parade, and and that's the music you all hear. Uh, little Gungans on the front, little Ewoks uh, uh, there in the back, and because yeah, parade of joy. That's it, sir. You've, yeah. you've created a good T-shirt. <laughs> I am happy to be doing this uh, this parade with you and Augie's uh, great municipal band. Yes, and uh, a lot of joy here today. This one's going to be an interesting one. We've been ranking the figures. We started a while ago with the Power of the Force 2 line, which was a, a specific kind of episode. It was like, remember those? Let's look back. Uh, the, the 1995 line that kind of changed the game, reignited some, a lot of people's love from Star Wars, helped kind of usher in the special edition and even in even the prequel era. And it was a, it was a fun rank. And we, you and I have just decided to keep going. A lot of that is to the great website, JediBusiness.com. That's where we go to look at uh, the, the the lines. It's a great resource. We don't know them. We're not associated with them. Some people have tweeted. And hey, if you want to keep tagging them in tweets, we really love their website. It's a fun thing. Joseph, it's like a virtual uh, aisle of figures in your the, the, the toy stores of your mind. It really is. It's a, it's a great uh, resource for just looking back fondly on the lines that I knew well and for discovering the lines that I didn't know well. And for me, with my bad action figure habit, it's a great shopping resource. If I'm like, you know, I really want a Dooku figure. Wh- which one do I want to hunt down? You know, they've got all this great uh, interactive, you know, ability to just search Dooku's. <laughs> <laughs> search Dooku's. That's what we want. We want to search Dooku's. That's great. Uh, wonderful. Anyway, so Jedi Business, great site. Uh, we are uh, looking at it, referring to it. Uh, they always have great little fun descriptions to the figures. So, uh, cheers to the Jedi Business folks, uh, who put this all together again. We don't know them, but uh, we'd love to, I guess you could say. Uh, let's just talk figures. Star Wars figures are key to our Star Wars love and hearts. And this line we are reviewing today, the last Jedi toy line. And Joseph, this one's got a I might, might even get emotional for you and, and me and, and a lot of people. This is an interesting line to discuss, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Again, uh, highlighting subjectivity. I am speaking for myself. Maybe some fans are like, no, what are you talking about? And maybe other people agree. But for me, uh, you know, going from my perspective is a, uh, you know, grew up with the original trilogy in the Kenner line. This line is so special to me for a couple reasons, but mainly just it is in some ways, a 
a celebration of the basics. These mm-hmm. action figures are very detailed, I think, in great molds of faces, but they're only the five points of articulation, uh, and they they just don't have any. Uh, I'm, the the way I'm trying to say it is, they are nostalgia in a way. Yeah, they're definitely moving forward. But this line was kind of like Force Awakens came out and it was like, oh, great. Uh, you know, it, it's back to action figures in support of a movie. But they came with all like the weird cannons and like weird devices that are not at all from any of the films. And the build a thing with Han Solo's got an arm of a thing that's not from a movie. And, you know, right. it, and the line was really mixed and weird. It, it was hard to get the main characters there were a couple of great weirdos, which is a wonderful Star Wars tradition, but some of the weirdos, like Constable Zuvio, famously not even in the film. They mm. didn't even make a Luke even after the movie came out. And then finally, here comes this last Jedi line, and for me, it was successful Star Wars. It was uh, the new, or the old made new again. This line is just so beautiful and clean and clear. They invented that Force Link tech is their kind of fun you know uh, gimmick or fun extra bit of interaction so it's not just a piece of molded plastic but that meant there's no junk with him uh yeah. it's all in universe accessories and fun ones like mouse droids and porgs uh they did a full slate of vehicles and a playset even it had almost every main character with the glaring exception of holdo so it was just to me and i know times change so in a way this was like a <laughs> This line is sort of saying goodbye to the past. To me, this is the way a line should be. Uh, destroy the past. Accept the figures. <laughs> um, I am looking at many of them on that uh, cork board that I talk about often of my, in my office here, my studio. I, I have a lot of them up on the wall. And the packaging stands out. That Last Jedi red over white. Like, it, it all kind of works. And, and it's its own. It's Even though it's brand new and it's not the old Kenner, you know, which definitely you see that on, a, on an aisle in a Target nowadays. You stop and go, I'm seven again. It was totally different, but you're so right. It just felt like the old days. Other than, yeah, being a little small, you know, we, we, we know the glory days of, say, the Return of the Jedi line in 83. You know, figure, 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 figure. Maybe, you know, we'll probably never get to that again, unfortunately. But uh, this had all of it there. So I'm, I'm right there with you on this uh, fun ride. Yeah, yeah. Like in my ideal world, this would have been a smash. And I understand many reasons it's not. It's not for everyone. Uh, all, all those things. But like, yeah, in my ideal world, the next line would be like, all right, there's Holdo. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, the Lene caretaker. Here's, you know, uh, Dabuske and a bunch of other weirdos from Canto Bite. And that would have really continued. But I was really happy for just this basic, straightforward, really clean, to me, really beautiful figures and most of the main characters. Most of the main characters, indeed. Yeah, the Holdo one, glaring indeed. Uh, but who knows? Maybe down the line we'll get a we'll get an we'll get an addition. <laughs> There's <Yeah>. always <laughs> that's what Leia said about hope. Uh, you always hope for more figures. All right, so we are going to start ranking five to one. We'll throw in some honorable mentions at uh, the number one spot a little bit before it, as you all know here in Star Wars Rank. But maybe some uh, newer listeners uh, finding us through, say, the Mandalorian or some of our deeper dives into Luke and the Mandalorian, which seem to inspire some opinions and some ears uh, coming our way so welcome to star wars ranked here's how it goes and joseph we're going to begin with your number five my number five is uh princess general leia organa or is the actual figures labeled princess leia organa and then in parentheses general (laughs) because she's both uh i love this figure partially just because 
it exists. Uh, we didn't get a normal three and three quarter uh, General Leia in Force Awakens, which also felt like a, a, the Force Awakens line, which also felt like a, a glaring omission, omission to me as a three and three quarter guy. But this particular figure is just really great. It's partially, I think, that uh, her outfit in, in Last Jedi to me is great because it perfectly rides the line between all of the great identities that that Leia has. It, it speaks to general because it's, you know, dark and it's, you know, bare and business-like, but it is still princess because there it is still a little bit of a gown, so it still has something regal to it. There is definitely kind of a flowing Jedi robe thing that speaks to that heritage. It is darker, which speaks to her being in, in mourning for Han and in the, the dire situation of the galaxy. So it's a great Leia costume to capture everything that Leia is. And then the figure itself uh, captures that. Uh, she's got a, a great Leia, classic Leia blaster, and it just, it looks like Carrie Fisher. This action figure, to me, mm-hmm. looks like it might be about to say something extremely wise or uh, crack a really caustic joke. <laughs> it really does. Great close-up shot here in Jedi Business, too. Yeah, it, 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 it's got that uh, Carrie Fisher on a press line look. <laughs> yeah, and and one of the things about this line that is might be a criticism for some people, but is is fun for me is especially when they were on the pegs and you could look in the store is the figures are posed ever so slightly differently in different packages. And I have two copies of this action figure and one of them, Leia's head is just slightly turned and she looks like a poster that says hope on it. It's just the perfect, like I'm kind of staring off into the distance. (laughs) I have, that's the one I have. I have one copy and I'm looking at across the room and you're right. It's like, she's Riley looking off to the side and saying, believe Exactly, exactly. So uh, that is my number five. Just a great little plastic keepsake of the character of Leia Organa. Love it. Great choice. Great way to launch this list. I, I uh, as I've been mentioning, I have it. And, and one of the reasons I have it is, is yeah, Leia fan. And, and it helped kind of complete my row of Leia figures. Uh, going from the uh, teenage version, the Rebels uh, release figure they did, all the way up to New Hope. Uh, I still I still need that Return of the Jedi version. I get I need a three and three quarters to finish the line, but she's at the end. And it, so I, I definitely wanted it for that. But this rep- the, the, it's Leia on crate, and I love the eyes of Leia on crate. It's one of my favorite little moments. It's a split second shot that just means the world to me. And and and, and you're right. You take you, 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 this this figure comes a little detachable robe, and uh, even though Leia had the robe on during the fight scene, it reminds me of like Leia grabbing a blaster on Hoth, but she still got it. You know, she still knows how to do it. And I love that shot on Crate where she's firing the blaster at, uh, uh, you know, Finn and, and and Rose, it turns out, but good stuff. So I love this figure. Glad glad you chose it to, to launch what we got going on. Yeah, it looks like she is really ready to stun Poe Dameron. Uh, yeah. I like that as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> blaster. From your number five, we'll go into my number five. And we are going to, it's so, it, you and I were talking half air. I do have a lot of this line. I have a lot displayed. I have a lot in a little plastic tote out in the storage shed. But I, I think I, I just subconsciously chose figures today that I don't have, which is part of what we do here. And when we rank the figures, we just look at the line and just what jumps out to us. Some things we might have and have special meaning when we have those figures in our hands. And other ones you look at and go, I just never got it or couldn't get it, couldn't find it. But, man, I love it. And I'm going to start off that uh, my list with that. Number five, It's comes with the A-Wing. It was, I think, originally listed as A-Wing Pilot, which was... Uh, which was unfortunate because it's Tally Lintra, mm-hmm. my 
number five. It's no secret. Look, I got to tell you, I have a little space crush on Tally Lentra. Hermione Corfield portrays her. And look, I can't I can't deny that. But I also love what Tally represents. Uh, this uh, farmer's daughter from Pip Pip 3 who joins the resistance when she could have stayed home. It's a classic Star Wars story. And she sacrifices uh, her life for the cause. And, and, and gone too soon. Gone in a moment. Gone in an instant. The last smirk of Tally Lentra indeed. And so I just love that this figure is in figure form, or this character is in figure form, I should say. And uh, that A-Wing, who doesn't love a good A-Wing? And we all celebrate. Remember, we saw A-Wings are back. A-Wings are back. And, and we that was one of the first little blips we got as the movie started to show up. A, you could call it a spoiler, but it was like, hey, there's going to be an A-Wing pilot. Her name's Tally Lynch. She's leading the Resistance bomber squad. And, and that kind of information came out before the movie came out. And so... It just she was one of those figures like or, or characters, again, that um, you just were ready for. And a lot of people enjoy uh, Tally Lynch. And that's what I love about the, the Star Wars figures. We talk about it often, Joseph, but it's just like you see them on screen and now you get to take them home with you. That's what they're there for. The big, the small, the minor, the side characters, the heroes, they're, they're, they're all there. Or at least we hope so. And Tally Lynch, for me, a hero of the resistance, is there. And I love it. Yeah, Tally is one of those characters that has a small amount of screen time, but because of her actions, because of the charisma of the actor, that just launches your imagination. And this is, to me, what is the best about Star Wars action figures is, you know, you can buy this A-Wing with this Tally and you can go and have those adventures. Because when you watch Last Jedi, you're like, uh, I, w- I wanted more Tally. Like, and with this action figure, now you can <laughs> go on your own, you know, adventures in a zipping, flying around A-Wing. And uh, I'm so glad that it isn't just random fighter and it is tally and that comes with the a-wing yeah and i'm gonna have to uh you know find a uh target bargain bin one day that has that a-wing in it uh, or i think that's called ebay i, I think that's what they call it belongs to my collection it does it does all right that's my number five the list has begun we are now up to your number four yeah, so you were talking about having uh, a lot of these figures. Uh, I don't think I have ever, except for maybe like the very beginning of The Power of the Force, had the the dream that we were all sold by commercials and uh, capitalism when we were kids of collect them all. Be the first on your block so you can run down to Todd's house and go, ha ha, I have them all. You don't. Um, but that, you know, is instilled deep that desire to have them all. This line, because I loved it so much and because it is so small, this is the might be the closest I am to to having them all of any uh, any Star Wars line. Uh, but my next uh, pick uh, is one that I do not have, but I think I, I think you need to make uh, make some moves. My number four is Poe Dameron with Ski Speeder also oh, comes yeah. in a different uh, group pack, but. Poe Dameron with Ski Speeder. This is about both the actual outfit from the film and about the quality of the action figure as well. Uh, this is perhaps my favorite Poe Dameron outfit. I mean, I love his Indiana Jones, I'm going on an adventure in Rise of Skywalker, but this is just, the film does a little bit of, of work to connect Han uh, in Poe in spirit. Of Poe is a very different person. He's very committed to the resistance when we meet him but he's got a little bit of that uh you know i can fix everything with my skill and my charm and my hubris that uh, that han solo does and you know you know by holdo and and leia kind of talking about him as a flyboy, he's explicitly connected to that so it's super cool to see him 
in Han Solo wear, you know, this classic, great kind of leathery jacket with this big, loud and proud, uh, you know, rebel resistance insignia on his shoulder. I just love it. I, I look at this action figure and I see him uh, sliding back into safety on crate uh, back into the trench. Mm-hmm. Um, and the figure itself is just uh, again, I know five points of articulation is not for everyone. Um but it's you. It's got great little wrinkles in the jacket and the pants, which are the kind of details yeah. I used to like to study as a kid. And this is one of the biggest things we we've talked about this before. But Oscar Isaac is a very aesthetically beautiful human being. That he, that he <laughs> and is. it almost feels like plastic molds feel like they don't have the right to capture that much beauty, and they just can't do it usually. Uh, and as Poe Dameron action figures go, this one's pretty good. It's a great, it's a great sculpt. The, the, the uh, close-up shot here at Jedi Business is uh, really good because there's another one that says we can talk about, but where, where it looks more like my old boss, who, who also was a good-looking guy, but not, not, not Oscar Isaac. <laughs> um, uh, this is, this is really good. Yeah, yeah. Like he's got that uh, the nice devil may care swoop to his hair. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, his, uh, his eyes care. <laughs> his cheeks are are strong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, his cheeks are strong. Is that, oh, that's that's all there. Yeah, I love I love what you're, you're saying here about uh, yeah five points of articulation. Maybe it doesn't work for everyone. Uh, I don't always have the time to pose them. I barely take them out of the packages these days. So, I, but I get it. But the jacket, it's flowing. The the uh, the 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 headgear is kind of kind of on in a haphazard way. It, it reminds me of that sequence so well, which is what these figures should do. So. Uh, good call on this. Poe in a good jacket. You can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. And I do, I mean, there's a part of me that wishes he was single-carded so I could have just grabbed him back in the day, which I would have mm-hmm. in a second. But I, again, I kind of liked how classic it was that there were all sorts of vehicles, even a big playset, and I kind of liked that he he uh, actually did come with his ski speeder. Yeah, and, and uh, ski speeder's still, it's one of my favorite designs in Star Wars overall. I just, it's, it just makes a lot of sense for the planet, for the history, for the scene, for what they're up against. It's a, just a good representation of the resistance in that moment and great humor with him kicking out that panel and stuff. So, yeah, I have a, I have a, a place in my heart for ski speeders. So Yeah. So. Yeah. So maybe I'll buy that and see if they ha- have the green toggle to release the mono ski. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, so that is your number four. We're up to my number four. And this is, again, another one I don't own, but I own the spiritual father of this figure and that's probably <laughs> why i picked it uh this is the first order gunner it's part of the battle on crate four pack we love our two packs four packs and beyond packs here but this is uh, the first order gunner it doesn't get more uh, simple than that all black jumpsuit and into the weirdest helmet <laughs> i think in star wars absolutely and I like it. yeah it's it's reminiscent of course of the Death Star Gunner, and I had that Kenner figure, one of the last in the uh, original Kenner line at around 85. Is I think that's the last one I actually purchased uh, and, and still have it. It's a good, solid figure. So, obviously, people like Ryan and, and production uh, and, and concept artists and everything uh, probably thought about that, too. And, hey, this makes sense. But it's, you know, and there's Force Awakens' versions of it, Rise of Skywalker. But this one, it's just, I mean, it kind of looks like this First Order Gunner just stepped out of the Black Gates of Mordor. It kind of looks like a Monty Python Black Knight character. Like it's, it's out there. That helmet is out there for a simple jumpsuit and a little blaster and some good 
spit shine boots and it's it's just got the weirdest star wars helmet and i think for that reason i love it yeah absolutely it, it this uh design of this character is really like did you think the death star gunner helmet was weird well hold my jet juice guy my helmet's gonna get even weirder it it almost looks comical like are you sure you have that on right <laughs> but it, it's right on that line of of a, almost a little comical but so kind of actually scary and cool this weird line that i think star wars can ride uh and i do have this four pack i love it um and i i that four pack you know when they first put it out uh when they announced that it was going to be a four pack battle of crate i was really hoping uh for force projection uh jedi master luke skywalker on crate uh but you know i didn't get that in this three and three quarter line but the death star gunner what a great weirdo what a great opportunity uh to make a weird figure and put him in a four pack I, I love that you got a uh, you know our Star Wars weirdos is something we love and it's generally you know reserved for a crazy character in the corner of a casino or a bar. This one's on a star destroyer and he's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it's true. It's true that the standards for what uh, what is a weirdo in Star Wars have slipped since they're not making as many of the smaller characters. But it's like in this era, in this kind of line, a much smaller character. Uh, yeah. It's great to see it actually exist. And it exists. It's real. Joseph has it. I don't. And I am jealous. Uh, <laughs> all right. That is uh, my number four, which means we're up to your number three. Yeah. So my number three is, oh, this is going to be a shocker, a two-pack. Uh, mm. <laughs> uh, this one is a, they put out the the force links, uh, which right. are the little things that you can wear on your wrist that make the figures talk. Uh, I have not actually, with all of my love of figures, I've never uh, actually gotten around to making all that work. Uh, but I did buy this uh, Force Link uh, two pack specifically just to get access to these two uh, action figures who are also uh, happily staring at me. And they are a Praetorian Guard and an Executioner Stormtrooper. Great two pack. Uh, the Executioner Stormtrooper is, I think, I, I like the Executioner Stormtrooper. I like the backstory that this is not you know, a trooper who the only thing they ever do is, well, when somebody's head needs to be chopped off with a laser axe, but rather a rotation so that everybody, you know, know doesn't know from day to day, are we going to get the job? Am I going to be the one, you know, on staff in this different armor for the day that uh, an execution needs to happen? I like that story. I like as things go, like, you know, there's the, the tradition of a new trooper for uh, every new Star Wars thing. There's something I like about it that it's it's pretty standard armor with just this different device and the slight, you know, the slightly different coloring with where the black is. There's mm. something about it that's very traditional. I think it is that new and old that I like and makes it really ominous. And I just like the big laser axe. So I was really happy to have the Stormtrooper uh, executioner at all. And then the Praetorian Guards. Again, this is a thing back in the day that they would have made each one. They would have made a, a set with all of them. Uh, but you had to try to get the few that they made in different ways. This one's pretty great. Uh, the more common one is the two-pack they made with Ray, which is one of their Praetorians that has a little bit more of the awning <laughs> for rain above their helmet. Uh, and I wanted this Praetorian guard uh, that does that has the more flat helmet, which to me is like more weird and frightening because it's just that mysteriously totally blank face. Uh, and this one came comes with both the whip and a sword thing. You got to have the sword thing. And, and the whip. You got to have the whip. 
the yeah. electric electro bicento whip, I think. <laughs> yeah. This and this I, this is actually my favorite Praetorian Guard design. I, I like that face uh, mask, the helmet as well. It's it's like a knight meets a hockey goalie. It's uh, <laughs> it's just it's uh, the other one is an awning. I mean, they're all. I love the Praetorian Guards as, as everyone knows, but this one's my favorite. So good choice there. Yeah. Um, so the execution troopers. That's an interesting choice. I I have come around to it. I love the explanation for it. I think this is a great example of hey, Ryan puts it in the movie, and then they kind of figure out how, how it really fits and they, t- and they kind of create this great story around what it means. That's a certain kind of torture to wake up and I don't know, maybe the black pauldrons show up on your bed and you're like, God bless it. <laughs> one of my, my squad mates. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a psychological uh, bit of torture there in the first order, not a good organization. So I do like what, what it represents. And I think I've, I've never fully appreciated the executioner trooper as maybe as much as you do, but in seeing it in figure form, it's weird when it comes off the shelf or it's in your hands and you kind of look at it, you get to kind of focus on it. You get to kind of look at the design, the colorings, the the black mark on the side of the helmet. And you're like, oh, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is some Star Wars fun. And that's, again, part of the magic of figures to me. Yeah, yeah. Got the First Order insignia on the shoulder. It is great. Mm-hmm. I like this guy. Yeah. <laughs> I like this executioner. Yeah, I was just gonna say, yeah, here you are, uh, you, you know, you're a nice chap with a nice cocktail uh, uh, <laughs> on the porch every night. Going, I just love the executioner trooper. <laughs> He's pretty great, and I'm just a sucker for two packs. So this had to go on my list. These two evil fellows. It's two for the price of two, but it is. Uh, it's in one box, and that's what <laughs> that's what makes it so fun. <laughs> exactly. Uh, those here, number three. We're up to my number three here on the list. And this is, I again, don't own this one. I have the other version of this character. Um, and I also noticed a really unfortunate typo on my list. So uh, <laughs> you probably saw it, didn't say a word. And God bless you, sir. Uh, uh, please welcome to my list, number three, Rose Tico. But this is the uh, first order disguise Rose Tico, which also comes with BB-8 and BB-9E. I did unfortunately misspell it as Rose Taco, which now in my mind sounds like a rose taco, some kind of highfalutin taco at a wedding. So that's a different conversation, different podcast. I think that's your cologne, Ken, Rose Taco. <laughs> rose Taco, that, that would be great. Um, so I do have, like many people have, the the main Rose Tico figure, and that's in the kind of the maintenance jumpsuit. I bought it with pride and also bought one to uh, support Kelly Marie Tran when everyone was like, buy the figures. And I did that because I really do love this character and uh, I love what she represents in this story and what Ryan uh, had her there for. He says, kind of me, this nerd that never felt you're part of the big hero's adventure. And that's why uh, the character was started out in the story. So to that end, I love that, you know, yeah, she's in a drab uh, maintenance costume for a lot of the movie right that, uh, that that's the truth but then she gets to go in disguise which is a star wars tradition to go in disguise infiltrate somewhere usually it's the bad guy's spot and i think she makes a a a, a striking fierce intimidating imperial a uh, first order and or imperial officer i really do I've, I've always loved the look uh the hair and everything i think she uh she it's just fun and and, and finn's got one too and i love finn in it too there's a, a finn figure with phasma um, but I, I've always been drawn to this Rose Tico one. Plus, you know, bonus coming with BB-9E and BB-8. That's that's pretty good, too. But uh, there's something about this figure. And it, because it represents a big part of Star Wars tradition, the, uh, you know, uh, incognito, uh, in disguise, I uh, have to have this one in my collection one day. 
Yeah, yeah, no, I am totally with you. I really like her main figure because being in that outfit, you know, is such a choice to say, you know, she doesn't have a cool uniform. She doesn't look regal. She doesn't look like a, a, a Jedi because she isn't any of those things. She is a hardworking citizen of the galaxy, and that's who who can be heroes too. We can all be heroes. You know, that's that's mm-hmm. the message I get from that character, that figure. But you're also just so right that this is a part of kind of continuing the tradition of the old in this line of that was so much fun anytime that you saw a character dress up like change their outfit it was just like yes Mm -hmm. (laughs) that means another figure how many how many outfits will the characters have because there'll be more figures and the grand tradition of dressing up uh is an imperial or first order officer being continued and then you got this little element of the new too of they have not produced in uh, up to that point uh and i don't think they have since in the three and three quarter line just here's bb8 he's on a card so there was always that like a who who do you need to get to get bb8 like when the force awakens first came out it was like oh you you have to get the thugs um garplot's thugs in order to get bb8 so this was not only you get this great rose you get bb8 who is on the mission with her and you get bb9e and none of it is random either and that's just so great about this line none of it is random the characters have accessories that make sense you know so you can play this scene you know with with this pack i guess i need this pack so i can open it up and play it um i and and, and in this pack too talk about the pack bb8 is great and i have a lot of little bb8 suit you're right i think like black series uh force wing you had to get the ray one at first and and you know who comes with bb8 but i gotta tell you the fact that there's a little bb90 i I remember when they announced that character, he, and he has a blip of a part in the movie, right? And for some, I don't know, maybe we all speculated that BB9E was going to be one of the main villains chasing BB8 for the entire movie. <laughs> he was uh, Snoke, actually. He was Snoke. So, but I, I've always, you could joke BB9E for evil, and you can be cynical about that. I always liked it. And then to actually see the movie, he's got personality. He's got, he's got, uh, dare I say, some sass. Uh, he's, he's all like, what? Excuse me? No, no, no. <laughs> and I've always just kind of uh, liked BB-90. And in Battlefront 2, now that when they added BB-90 and BB-8, like, I love playing BB-8. I'm not great rolling around as BB-8 or BB-90, but BB-90, there's a little more satisfaction because <laughs> it happens <laughs> that dark side, I guess, running around. So this, all of it, this is about Rose Tico on my list here. But hey, as a pack, it's, it's quite a fun pack. Yeah, BB9E was one of those characters when they were announced. It's like, huh, do do we need you know BB8 to have a counterpart? And then when I saw the way it worked in the movie of uh, BB8 being kind of like a a really well-meaning, uh, kind of lovable puppy of a droid who's going to do everything to help his friends, and then BB9E was like, "Grow up! I'm going to show you how to be a real ball droid." <laughs> <laughs> A ball droid, right. Uh, so that is uh, my choice for number three, which means we're up to your number two. Ooh, my number two is another thing to celebrate about this line. I've gone uh, on quite a bit about how it has the vast majority of the main characters, but there are some characters in this line as well who are not uh, from the movie. You got uh, Jin Erso, who's, you know, carrying over. And you have a couple of classic characters in different forms. And one of these classic characters is a figure, a character that we've seen many, many times. We've seen this era of this character's life in figures many, many times. But for some reason, this one just 
absolutely knocks it out of the park, and that is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, I, I think, you know, this line had a, both an Obi-Wan Kenobi and a Yoda. I think that was just really kind of playing on the last Jedi and this idea of uh, the idea of the Jedi. Who were they? What mistakes did they made? What what uh, what successes have they had? And that made sense to include these characters in this line. But this Obi-Wan is just amazing. Uh, I have two of these and I have still yet to open the second one because I'm waiting for a day special enough. I know I've got some action figure related issues. It's a thing. But this this one is just so great uh, in uh, in the package. And then when you take it out, it is one of these rare figures that the arms are are very posed. Uh, so if you don't want his elbows slightly bent, uh, you're going to have some problems with this action figure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But they're slightly bent to hold the action figure in this very, very Alec Guinness pose. Two hands on the blade right in front of you. And there's something just so perfectly Obi-Wan Kenobi about it. It is it is a, a pose, obviously, that Alec Guinness did, but it's so serene and yet uh, willing to take action. It is so measured. It's like, I'm a Jedi, and I don't lash out easily. I've made the strong choice to ignite this blade and, and stand uh, between evil and whatever evil is trying to do. And then a, a great thing, that uh, Jedi business, uh, honestly, when I was reading the description, pointed out why it's so successful. Mm. His hood is wrinkled and slightly off-centered, which makes it look and feel much more realistic and true. And it's molded that way. And it's it's a great molding of, uh, of this era of Obi-Wan, of Alec Guinness, but that hood molding is just, oh, absolutely perfect. So this figure is a, a huge highlight for me. I love Jedi business. Uh, you know, this is what we talk about in the descriptions. Hasbro sculpted the figure nicely, and the hood sits slightly off center, off the top of the head. In parentheses, nice. <laughs> uh, right there in the chart. I, you know, uh, Joseph, I, I don't think I would have noticed that if you didn't point it out. But I not, not noticed it in the way of it just seems so right that I just would question it there or not there. You know, it's just like yeah, that's what it looks like, and it feels good. Yeah, exactly. It's a, just that perfect detail that is so perfect you don't even see it. So yeah, this one I, I gotta I gotta find the right day to to open my Obi Wan Kenobi. It's uh, on my coffee table. This Obi Wan Kenobi is looking at me all the time. Look, maybe maybe we'll make that a live Force Center YouTube event. All right, <laughs> just make a big thing out of it. Pour a drink. Uh, Sarah can make a a Kenobi uh, sunrise special or something, <laughs> <laughs> and then you can do that. Uh, that's a great choice. I this list wouldn't be complete without uh, a great Obi Wan figure like that one. So yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Your number two. My number two is uh, going into uh, the. You know, I had Tally. That's part of that a great opening sequence of the Last Jedi. And uh, again, I'll say it again. Another figure I don't necessarily own. And it kind of came and went so fast for me that I didn't get a chance to to get it in stores. Uh, and it was a character I was looking forward to, even though I kind of had a feeling what was going to happen, but. It is, my number two is Paige Tico, Resistance Gunner. So I absolutely just love the character of Paige Tico. That just, that's a short film to me, that whole sequence. It's one of my favorite sequences in Star Wars. It's definitely a face of a hero and the connection to Rose. We kind of knew going again, and, and I, tell, I've, I know we told the story before, but our, our mutual pal Joe Starr 
before Last Jedi came out. <laughs> Joe, fortunately, is not as plugged into the Star Wars, big Star Wars fan, but not plugged into the Star Wars news as much as uh, those who run podcasts. And I remember him tweeting out just a picture of Paige Tico. And I was like, I'm so, I'm so excited for this character. I just, <laughs> want, I just wanted to like, just maybe brace yourself. I just have a feeling. <laughs> just have a feeling. And sure enough, she sacrifices her life for the cause, a, a cause that is both important, but also was a, you know, a, a, something that Poe had to learn from. And, and I, that, I love the philosophy behind that. It's, it's good and bad wrapped into one and, and doesn't take Poe having to learn that lesson and Poe learning the painful lesson, which includes the deaths of people like Paige Dico, does not take away from the hero moment for me, Paige Dico. And this is a figure that is just it's sculpted so wonderfully. It's detailed. The wrinkles in her flight suit, the kind of like the bulky aspect of her vest and like uh, the, the little breathing, the control apparatus. And then the helmet, uh, which, you know, she only has on for a brief moment in the movie when she yanks off the the, the front of the helmet. And, and you get to kind of do that with the figure if you want. And that's detailed and it's bold and vibrant. Uh, great face sculpt. I, I really love uh, this Paige Tico character. We talk about taking small moments, smaller characters, and just immortalizing them in figure form. This is a, a great example and one of my favorites. Yeah, I, I totally agree with everything you said. I think the figure itself is great. Uh, I really like the detail in the figure that uh, of the sort of the under helmet uh, uh, hat. Uh, it, it gives it, you know, that that's part of what kind of shapes uh, the character on screen. It's great to have it here in the action figure. Uh, I, yeah, we, we were all on the same page. Just it was one of those things of, no one thing but just all these dots being connected in the you know little little interviews uh little tidbits coming out before of you know rose really feels uh passionate about the resistance and she's maybe going to say some things to finn about it and and Paige is her sister and a and a real hero who's going to do something cool in the beginning of the movie and we're, we were all just like oh, it's, that's very very sad <laughs> that, that, that page is going to pass but you know it is absolutely going to happen and i uh, you know I was uh, already of that opinion when these figures uh, came out. Uh, the when they came out, I, I got really excited about about getting them all. So I was like, "Of, of course, I'm going to get Paige." Uh, I normally try to little watch carefully uh, at Target where I often buy them of how the different uh, people at Target handle the figures because some of them I think kind of know that oh, th- these are important and I should be gentle with this. Yeah. <laughs> Other times it's no. And uh, they, the person moved my page Tico figure like very quickly. And I think she bumped into like, I don't know, some butter or something. And so mine has just like this little, little dent in her plastic shield. And there's a part of me is like, I need to get a new page Tico. I was like, no, no, this is right. (laughs) This is right. This is right. Oh, that's a great story. Oh, the perils of figure collecting and buying, uh, especially uh, when you're like you, like you and I, and many others these days. You're buying butter, milk, food of any sort, and a figure. <laughs> and an action figure. But yeah, it, also just uh, kudos to to the way you described uh, what her character means and how it intersects with Poe's choices. I think that's all really spot on and really well said. Uh, well, thank you. Force Center, well said indeed. Uh, I'll take it. I'll take the win today. Uh, we all could use a win. Um, but yeah, Paige, love that character, love that figure, and that is my number two. We are going to take a quick break here of Star Wars Ranked Reset, and on the other side, we got some runner-ups, and each of us will submit our number one choice for our favorite figure in the last chapter. Three, three-quarter lines. Stick around here on Star Wars Ranked. Thank you. 
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Four Center friends, make sure you're keeping up to date on all the great content from Jennifer Landa. Whether it's YouTube, Instagram, or TikTok, you whippersnappers, Four Center's own Jennifer Landa continues to bring you fun, informative, and insightful laughs and moments. Also, Jennifer brings her experience and perspective as a Star Wars loving mother to her DIY projects, blogs, and more. So be sure to head on over to JennyLanda.com. That's J E N I L A N D A.com for articles like how to make your own Darth Maul sneakers or 10 unique Star Wars baby gift ideas. Follow Jen on Twitter and Instagram at Jennifer Landa and on TikTok as Jennifer Landa1138. Welcome back to Star Wars Rank. Me and Joseph Scrimshaw are taking a look at the Last Jedi figure line, the three and three quarter line. Been a fun line to go through. We are almost to our number one choices, but as always here on Star Wars Ranked, there's some that almost made the list and for reasons they didn't, but we still want to talk about them. It's kind of a cheat. I understand that, uh, but it uh, <laughs> allows us to talk about more of the figures we loved in this line. Uh, Joseph, what are some of your choices? Yeah, so there, uh, this isn't the biggest line ever, but there, okay. this was still really, really hard. Uh, one of my runner-ups is Ray. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a you know two different Rays. Uh, there's just the kind of the straightforward in her new Last Jedi outfit, whatever robe she got on Octo mm-hmm. looks great. Uh, I you can get her on a single card. You can get her in a two pack with the Elite Praetorian Guard, both of which I have. But the Ray that I'm going to pick because it's just so weird mm-hmm. is the Ray. That comes with the crate battle four pack. It is the exact same action figure, except for her feet are slightly dusty white from the salt on crate. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, I love that. That's a great choice. Yeah, we need, we definitely need some Ray on this list, and um, that's a great that's a great one there. I'm I'm, I'm bringing it up here to look at the uh, dust. <laughs> The dust on the feet. It's just so weird. Uh, and I look at that one and it, it is, uh, you know, depending on the sculpt, uh, maybe her eyes look a little a little meaner, at least on this sculpt. But yeah, it's just, it's, it's, this is what happens to you when you walk around on crates. So there, it, it, back in the day, there could have been a fin on crate specifically with these, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I suppose he wouldn't have his jacket. He'd be, you know, uh, the shirt. Anyway, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, one of my runner ups, uh, Ray with white feet. Uh, another one that I really needed to shout out is Chewie with Porg. Yeah. Uh, Chewie action figure is really great, really solid. Um, a lot of great Chewie action figures. So this one is a, a super great Chewie. Uh, but this is one of the figures that just made me so happy about the whole line. Again, this is not Chewie with, you know, strange cannon that looks like, uh, you know, it should mm-hmm. be from Robotech. No offense to Robotech. I, none uh, taken, sir. None taken. As this is Chewie with sorry, as the official representation of Robotech. I, I say it's okay, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you, thank you. But you know what I mean. It, yeah, it, yeah, you know yeah. the, those cannons and things from yes. Force Awakens and Rogue One. They're just not even the they're aesthetic not. of Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, and instead of that, we get 
the perfect accessory. We get Chewy with an actual little porg. The porgs were such a highlight of uh, of the Last Jedi. So it was great that it was included at all and perfect that it was included with Chewy. So Chewy's got to go on my uh, runner-up list and on the card. Great Chewy roar. Um, other runner-up for very similar reasons is Hux with Mouse Droid. Uh, this is a really solid Hux figure. I think it is uh, better than the Force Awakens one. Uh, that jacket looks uh, cool and crisp. The yeah. long uh, jacket that you can uh, take off. But I just love that he comes with a mouse droid because he, I would imagine that Hux is just always yelling at a mouse droid to go give some report or some bit of information somewhere. Yeah, or or like withholding certain bits of information, which is something that kind of emerged out of the Rise of Skywalker thing of, of uh, he loves to withhold information to act smart when he delivers it to his other officers or superiors. I love that little detail. So it absolutely would have to be with a mouse droid, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And and again, with the actual design of the card, the, the simplicity of the card is part of it. And I love that his picture is just him holding his fist up. Just it looks like trying to look tough. Yeah. General Hux with Mousetroid. <laughs> with Mousetroid. Uh, in my final runner up, trying to keep it a little bit uh, shorter rather than listing every other figure yeah. is uh, it, that that Finn and Captain Phasma two pack mm. that you mentioned. The Finn is great there to get him in costume. But the Phasma, uh, there wasn't a single card Phasma. So this is the way to get Phasma. And what is really cool is she's got the uh, the big uh, blaster that you can uh, kind of pose her with, that she's built to be posed with in that cool way. Uh, her cape looks great. But she comes with the Quicksilver baton, the thing that she uses uh, to fight, uh, uh, fight Finn in the movie. And this is one of those times where the action figures mean a lot to me because of the video games too because you play Phasma in Battlefront 2 you get to use that Quicksilver baton and boy did I like doing that so mm -hmm. uh, Captain Phasma had to go on my runner up list Ah, love it. Hey, and Fastman, I mean, come on, an all-time design for sure. And yeah, Finn, uh, Finn in a, in a hero moment for him and and kind of Finn in disguise is uh, also part of that Star Wars tradition. So great choice, great choice there, sir. Yeah, so those are my runner-ups. How about you? Well, what I have, uh, yeah, again, smaller line, so it's easy to just go and, 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 and. So I try to keep it s simple here. I'll start with this one, Jin Erso. They released a Jin Erso. Uh, and I have this one, uh, it's in storage, but it's the Jetta Jin Erso. And I just love the character uh, of Jin. A lot of people do. And I love Jetta. I love a lot of that sequence. I love, you know, what goes on there and what it means to the story. Um, and I just love that here is the next line, the next movie. And like you said, we got an Obi-Wan Kenobi. We've got, uh, there's a Jedi Luke. There's all this kind of things uh, from, from Return of the Jedi. So Jin being released in this line, just kind of, even though it was just a year later, just quite frankly, a few months later, really, when you think about it, I, I just, I love that she's part of the family. She's a Star Wars <laughs> character that is out there. And when you get a, a figure of it, it, no matter the line, you're like, yeah, she, she belongs in there just as, you know, Kenobi or some of the other, other figures from other movies belong there. So anyways, that's, that's why it's kind of uh, one of my favorites. Yeah, no, I think that's a great one. And uh, from there, I go to uh, Canto Bite Police Officer. <laughs> Talk about a little weird weirdos. Uh, you know, this is, uh, it's, I got to say, it's, it's, it's both the perfect design and one of my, I want to say least favorite designs in the movie. It's just, it's uh, the blue over, the light blue over the darker blue. It, it looks like a police outfit. Like, I, I'm there for it. Um, I just, it's, it, it's so reminiscent of, of like the Bespin Guards 
And it's so also reminiscent of just, uh, I don't know, like, blo- like they belong in the Clone Wars cartoon. Like the, the design has always stood out to me in both good and bad ways. And, and so therefore I love it. I don't have it. It comes with the um, uh, police speeder. So it's one of those uh, figure sets, uh, play sets I didn't get. But very detailed figure. You got the goggles. It's kind of the one that's uh, chasing them uh, when they're out in the fields there. A perps got away guy. Uh, and uh, I just, I just again, Star Wars weirdos, like you said, you got to have them. And, uh, and I love highlighting uh, the, the little side characters. Yeah. I mean, great that that this figure came with the police speeder. It would have been even cooler if this character was on a single card. Probably would have been a peg warmer. But that's what I love about this yes. character is you talk about the new and the old. This is uh, the 2017 answer to the cloud car pilot to me. Yes, like, yes. Yes. Strong cloud car pilot uh, <laughs> vibes, even with like pastels. Like, I yeah. wonder if that was a part of the design. Mm-hmm. That helmet is cool. The, the, the way it's got the, the sort of ridge stylized uh, design to it. And so it's not just a generic helmet. And then the, yeah. the lower down uh, on the on the thigh uh, blaster holster. Pretty great. Uh, yeah, I, I almost would have liked to see more of these in the movie. But the, they're yeah. exactly like the cloud car pilot of like, you know, if I was still a kid, I could make up so many fun adventures for this weirdo, just oh, like I did for my yeah. cloud car pilot. Yeah, and I don't. They, to my knowledge, uh, they have. Are there any Fathiers out there in any of the lines? I don't know off the top uh, of my head. Yeah, we'll have to search for that. Maybe someone out there listening can help us. A, a, a lost, a lost opportunity if there isn't one because I, I do love the design of the Fathiers a lot, and I think they're just really cute. I, I, I feel sorry for those folks, and I would have freed them too. Um, but uh, yeah, I, we need one of those, and then you can pair it nicely with a Canto bite police officer. Just trample them, I guess. I don't know. Uh, all right, my final runner-up. Then we'll get to our number ones here. I, you know, there's a lot of choices. There's Ray. I love the design of of Ray all through this movie. I, I really, uh, I'm a fan of that. Uh, Finn, Poe, a lot of our heroes. But hey, the hero of heroes, I like Jedi Exile Luke Skywalker. This is mm. Fission Luke. This is Green Milk Luke. This is Pointer Stick Luke. And I, you know, uh, we talk about different variations for figures. Uh, this is one that I would be sad if it wasn't there for me to have, you know? Yeah, yeah, no. And I think that this figure becomes even better because you can take the hood off. I, I really like that they made this figure. I like everything that this uh, figure symbolizes. Uh, the hood uh, sits on his head a little weird, like he is constantly using the force to levitate it, or uh, he is always looking at you at like a very strong wind. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. but it's got some great things to recommend it. It's got the uh, the glove. Uh, I believe that's meant to be the the weather vane that he uses uh to yeah uh fight uh with uh with ray um and yeah when you take when you pop the hood off uh great great look yeah 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 you know i love our old man luke and this is definitely old grouchy luke <laughs> in figure form <laughs> this uh, is leave me alone to do my fishing luke yeah yeah, it does. Oh, it does. Gotta have that uh, that fish. Got to come with it too. Um, all right, that is a runner up for me. And now we're gonna go to my number one. So Joseph can close the show. Close the show with his number one. And well, I've uh, I, I, I there's some options. Uh, thought thought long and hard on this. I will admit. And I went with the classic, the Kylo Ren, the Last Jedi figure. Now they did release a tie silencer, which comes with uh, Kylo Ren, and I do like that one a lot almost made my list and basically it's that kylo ren with tie silencer he doesn't have uh, the cape or the cowl he's just sitting there he's got his uh, lightsaber in his hand and he's really upset 
This is the one that's like <laughs> staring at Luke going, did you come here to save me? And I love it. And he looks just so, uh, it doesn't even necessarily look exactly like Adam Driver. The sculpt might be a little off, but he looks like a grouchy uh, kid, an angry kid on like a Saturday morning cartoon, like the neighborhood bully that just really wants to be loved. I, and so I do love that thing. <laughs> but I, I did go with the other version as my number one choice. This is, Kylo Ren, the villain figure. And the sculpt is, I actually think, a little bit better. Uh, a little bit more like Adam Driver, the scar, very prevalent. Uh, the eyebrows, the furrowed brow, the beautiful hair. And then you got the cape, the cow. Uh, you got the blade as well. And look, I love Last Jedi. I, I still, if you ask me to rank the movies, I still might put it as my number two just because of the, the what it makes me think, uh, what it makes me question, and what it, you know, the, the philosophy behind the movie. And because a lot of the stuff with Kylo Ren, I, I can't deny, just I love what he goes through, and I love what uh, he and Ray experience together and go through together. And this movie just has just so many great moments. And so when I think of Last Jedi, I do think of a lot of the other characters, but I think of Kylo Ren. And this figure, again, it's the quote-unquote villain figure, uh, Snoke, all due respect to him, or Hux, or BB-90. But I I just love this. This is, uh, you know, I love collecting Vader figures in there. I also like collecting Kylo Ren figures for the same reason. Uh, it's not that I worship the bad guys. It's just I like what they represent to the story. I like what we're supposed to learn from them. And also, as we always say, sometimes with the Empire, the toys are just cooler. This is a cool figure, and I like it. Yeah, this is a great Kylo Ren figure. Uh, I have it, of course, it's one of the main uh, figures in line, but you're really making me appreciate it. I think it this figure captures what is so intriguing about Kylo. There is that angry scar up his face. He does look petulant, but he also looks vulnerable, you know, kind of stripped of all of the, in, in some ways, quote unquote, cool stuff. You know, there's not the helmet. You can take the cloak off and he is sort of thin and, and bare and vulnerable and like, like in the movie, wanting to be seen uh, by Ray and, and wanting to have fight his way to having feeling like he has control uh, over himself and, and over his destiny. And all of that is to me is in the figure. And one of my favorite things uh, about uh, Jedi business great breakdowns of the figures is they always uh, talk about how well the figures stand. Cause that is a thing. Some figures stand better than others. And I love the way they phrased it on this particular figure. They say, we've experienced no balancing issues while we took pictures of <laughs> Kylo Ren. <laughs> uh, not technically that Kylo Ren himself is balanced because we know he's not in this film. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> That's great. That's great. Good stuff. So Kylo, uh, you, you may have not, uh, you know, you wanted to be number one, but you are number one on my figure list, even if you didn't end up number one in, uh, in your life. I don't know. That, sorry. <laughs> I'm just trying to make Kylo feel better. That's just, that's not right. That's not right. He I can't do it. He turned things around. I, I couldn't even finish the sentence. It was like, I don't want to get too much sympathy for Kylo. Uh, ben, maybe. Kylo, no. All right. Uh, that is my number one. And uh, it's time to uh, close out our look here at the Last Jedi figure line with your number one. Yeah. So my number one for the Last Jedi three and three quarter of uh, five points of articulation figure line is right on the edge of being one of my favorite action figures, uh, period. Uh, my, my love of this character is, uh, is kind of foundational to my character, like a ton of people out there. And uh, no surprise, it is Luke Skywalker, Jedi Master. Uh, I have mentioned on the podcast before, when the announcement came that 
Disney uh, had purchased Lucasfilm and then it started to bubble up that they are making more movies and it's really sounding like the big three are coming back mm. long before I was doing uh, podcasts or anything like that or or had as large of a community to discuss and share things. My first just deep in my soul Star Wars fan thought is someday I'm going to walk around a corner in a store and there's going to be a new Luke Skywalker action figure hanging from the peg mm. that was uh, totally honestly my first moment of of excitement and kind of i can't believe this is going to happen yeah. so i was waiting for that moment uh and then it just <laughs> it just didn't come for the force awakens i was like i understand why they didn't put him out in the main line but they're they're gonna put him out right and then they just didn't and didn't and then the last jedi was called the last jedi it is clear from you know early trailers that this is really about you know the meeting of the great jedi master luke skywalker and understanding who he is now and where he has been and i just so wanted that moment uh i have i've mentioned before on force center i know i've told you ken mm -hmm. i had this great experience back in the day in 1983 where at the time i lived in st cloud minnesota about an hour drive outside of minneapolis the uh, St. Cloud at that time was not as built up, so there was not going to be, you know, big Return of the Jedi action figure displays. And it, it, usually every weekend we'd drive into Minneapolis. And one weekend uh, I was driving in with my mom, but my brother, three years older than me, uh, was not coming with. And I said to him, you know, they might have the new Return of the Jedi figures. And he's like, nah, they're not going to. It's too early. It's too early. And I was like, I'm going to hold on to hope. Uh, and I think it was a Sears. Sure enough, I turned the corner and there was that. Return of the Jedi in black with the cloth cloak, the green plastic lightsaber, Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker. And that's always been one of my like foundational memories of, of joy in Star Wars. If I held on to hope and I was rewarded, I turned the corner and there was there was Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker. And I was so lucky to basically have the new version of that old life mm. experience. The last Jedi figures came out, you know, they were they were immediately uh, you know, gobbled up by collectors on Force Friday. My wife and I were doing our just shopping at, uh, you know, at, at Target. Um, and this was now a while later. And I was like, maybe, maybe they have restocked now. And, you know, and, and people haven't grabbed them up. Maybe it's been long enough. And I had a little bit of that a little bit of that old doubt and like, eh, probably not though. Even if they do, it will probably just be a whole wall full of hucks. <laughs> and I, with my wife right there beside me, I, I turned the corner and it was just like I was a kid again. There was Jedi master Luke Skywalker. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. you know, I, I just, my hand shot out, I, I picked it up and it was like the first one I grabbed, that's the one that I'm buying. Cause I had a couple uh, my, my wife very kindly was like, I need to take pictures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we had some fun pictures of this and, you know, and didn't know exactly what the character was going to be. Uh, yeah. but I, I was so excited that it had this level of excitement. Certainly as I'm saying this, there's obviously a huge amount of nostalgia to it, but there was also the excitement and the mystery of the new of, I had this Luke Skywalker action figure in my hand, but I didn't know exactly who he, who he was going to be. And, He's got a little hook on his belt mm -hmm. for a lightsaber. But yeah. even as I picked him up, I was like, he can't have a lightsaber because that would give away what they're going to do with the film. Yeah. And uh, and I, I it, that level of mystery and excitement made it more exciting to me. And he was one of the figures that 
I bought a second one. And right after I saw The Last Jedi, uh, I opened that first one that I grabbed. Yeah. And he is right here next to me. He's right on my desk. He's right here next to me every time we record. Great uh, cloth cloak. You, you take it off and he and he still looks great with those uh, white uh, kind of uh, tannish dusty robes underneath. Great articulated uh, metal hand. Great sculpt of the face that looks mm. both wise and challenged. And I've said it before, he is this little reminder to me when I, when I get kind of stressed of what Luke did in that film was he decided that he did need to take action. That was the right thing to do, mm. but he could be creative about it and he could find the way to take action that was right for him. And this little figure helps uh, remind me of both those those wonderful old memories and the wonderful new lessons that I got from that movie. Oh, man, you get a four-center well set. I, I know what this character means to you. I know what this figure means to you. And and I, I consider this one of the best Star Wars figures of all time. I'm, I'm, it's still in my, it's still in package, but I'm staring at it at my wall, on my wall right now. And yeah, it, it is everything you've said. And just, uh, just, it's, it's Jedi Master Luke. And, and I love what that outfit means. I love that, you know, the, the novel kind of explained a little bit more that he put it on every time he tried to go destroy the temple. as kind of almost a ceremonial uh, robe, but he, he just, he just couldn't bring himself to do it. All those things that go into the, the story of Luke at that chapter of his life, the final chapter, or the final chapter in this existence, this plane, I guess you'd say. Um, so, um, yeah, uh, I, I'm, it would, wouldn't be right if it wasn't your number one choice. And uh, you <laughs> delivered, sir, and Luke did as well. Uh, thank you. And thank you uh, for, for having me on Ranked and, uh, and letting me uh, go, go wild with my love of this particular action figure. And, and I think what it means to a lot of fans, but also what it, what it means uh, to me. Thank you uh, for having me here, Ken, to just yeah. lose my mind about Luke Skywalker. Hey, all, all I do is uh, shout down the hallway and the four center offices here uh, and <laughs> get you on. Um, but no, this is, uh, yeah, well, I couldn't think of a, a better way to celebrate this line. We appreciate all of you listening. Hey, if you've got uh, one of these figures from this line, you want to share a picture, maybe in our Discord server that you've accessed through our Patreon page or uh, just on Twitter, do so. We'd love to see it. You can find us on Twitter at Force Center Pod. We are on Instagram, YouTube. I might even uh, rebroadcast this one on YouTube as well. We've been doing that. I know a lot of you still want video, but for now, you get our voices gushing over these three and three quarter inch figures. Uh, you can also support us by going to audibletrial.com slash Force Center, getting a free audio book on us. Maybe try Light of the Jedi, the first book in the High Republic series by Charles Soule. Uh, that's out there. You can also get merch at tpublic.com slash user slash Force Center. Podcasts available in a lot of different spots, including Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and now Amazon Music. And you can support us directly. And we have uh, a lot of new members. We're so happy to have you. You can support us directly at, at, uh, at pay, uh, patreon.com slash Force Center. That will get you access to our Discord, which has been a lot of fun over the last couple of years to help build out the community there. I woke up yesterday, and I, I, I just had one of those organizational kicks, and I just redesigned a lot of the Discord, <laughs> broke out a <laughs> lot of channels and, and categories, easier a way to discuss things, easier way to um, uh, you know celebrate, but also if you want to discuss some spoilers uh, in certain sections, it's all there. Uh, they've been teasing me in the Discord. If I just woke up and was like, organization, more, like Kylo, <laughs> but it's gone. And it includes our new chapter, uh, our new category on Discord. Uh, I'm actually kind of excited about it. It's called the Discourse Chamber. And it's our kind of, you know, we love Star Wars. We celebrate every angle. But sometimes you might have a question. And Joseph does a great show here called Star Wars Counseling. Uh, that's kind of, a, you know, it's a, its own thing in a way. This is kind of a, a place for our community to go and go, hey, 
with with a fear a, no, a fear side to discuss this. I I didn't like this thing. What do y'all think about that? And maybe uh, it's a place to work through it or discuss. Just kind of feel free to to look at Star Wars from all angles, and 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 that I think even helps your fandom grow, helps your joy of Star Wars grow. And we're we're gonna give that a go here inside our Discord community. So if you want to get to get that, uh, go to Patreon.com/slash/ForceCenter. We got our own stuff going on too. You can go to KenNapsack.com for information on all mine. And Joseph, where can they find you? Yeah, you can find me Twitter and Instagram at Joseph Scrimshaw, and you can go to my website, josephscrimshaw.com, for all my other comedy adventures, my other podcast, Obsessed, and a bunch of uh, comedy albums, a comedy book, all sorts of stuff on my website, josephscrimshaw.com. Do it, my friends. Do it. That is Star Wars ranked for today. Thank you so much for letting us take a look at this figure line. We're happy you're here in Force Centerland. That's it for today. Star Wars has been ranked. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80 percent less than clay litter Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.